and welcome to Make Audio. I'm Philip Tarone, Associate Editor of Make Magazine. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about a do-it-yourself news program. That's right, if you're not too happy with what's going on in the news, make the news yourself. We talk with Andrew Barron from Rocket Boom, and he's the behind-the-scenes guy who has come up with this really neat show, I watch it every day, called Rocket Boom. And it's distributed via RSS, and you can have it downloaded automatically. And we talk about the origins of the show, um, why he's doing it, how many viewers they have, and how you can make your own show. So, here we go. All right, I'm here with Andrew Barron from Rocket Boom. Andrew, you there? Yep, how's it going? Excellent. So, uh, you've got a, a news a, a news network, a, a, a media conglomerate or <laughs> called uh, Rocket Boom. Can you tell me a little bit about Rocket Boom? Uh, yeah, that, I guess that's kind of a stretch to call it all that, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Rocket Boom is um, basically a daily uh, little three-minute show that we put on on the internet. Um, that um, we release it every morning about 9 a.m. and we're in New York and we just sort of do it um, sort of a newsish style a little bit, but it's a little bit more silly. And the main thing is the content that we are discussing on there is more uh, coming from the internet, like internet culture and stuff like that. And so this is only on the web, only place that you can get it, right? Um, well, we're we're willing to. I mean, we kind of let it just go wherever it will go. And so, like for instance, there's some places that, um, like some companies that like transfer content onto TVs and do all kinds of other stuff. But yeah, we we send it out on the web and then wherever it goes from there is fine. Mm-hmm. And so um, as far as the, the reasons for starting this, um, how did this how did this come about? How did you meet up with uh, the host, Amanda? How did uh, how did this come about? Because it seems it seems like um, it's about time we've had a uh, news a, a news channel for, for people like us. And, and the web is a great place. Um, how to get started? Yeah, well, actually, um, just a little over a year ago, um, it just kind of dawned on me because I was so um, familiar with web blogs and stuff and had a few and was kind of pretty involved and stuff. And it just it was sort of like with all the um, multimedia that was going around during the presidential election and all of the parody stuff, um, it was just apparent to me suddenly that anybody that was, um, you know, had nine to five jobs or worked with computers more than likely, had, which was the people, um, had a broadband connection somewhere. And so this, all this content was finally freely moving along without too much latency. And so it seemed obvious that, um, you know, you could have a sort of, why not have a blog that was presented with a personality except for the of course the biggest challenge is that it's um, one of the nice things about a text blog is that you get so much information so quickly and it's so terse and so that's been always the biggest challenge was um, how can we make it so that um, it's entertaining enough to where there's some value to actually having a host and you know having to go through this three minute video instead of being able to get the content quicker you know through text Mm-hmm. And um, how many viewers are you up to now? I'm, oh, um, well, whenever there's a little, little bit of buzz, like from a news article and stuff, we get up to about 30,000 downloads. That's not exactly 30,000 individual um, users, but around 30,000 um, downloads per day. 
and then on a on a bad day right now we're at the very mo- least we still have like um over 15 to you know between 15 and 20,000 regularly uh-huh and dollars. are people downloading it directly from the site like viewing it or are they using an aggregator or how are they primarily viewing the uh, the show right now it's interesting because um we've kind of got there's basic as i was mentioning kind of let it just try to go however it will go and we try to um, create as many distribution avenues as possible and of course the um whole rss with enclosure distribution route has so much hype going around it right now that that's just a news story in and of itself but um actually it really accounts for a small percentage of our um audience although um, no doubt just growing and growing on a regular basis it's really amazing um it's my favorite ask, it's my favorite sort of channel of distribution of of the way things are going right now and um like we have a really large audience that uses uh, the fire ant which is sort of the iPodder for video blogging. It's sort of all the video bloggers themselves and a lot of people that like to watch tons of video blogs and content, like any actually any video content at all that's wrapped with enclosures on an RSS feed can play through Fire Ant, and so you can have things automatically downloaded. And um, for video, of course, it's especially important because, um, like, since uh, with uh, with Rocket, since we have a a large audience, say that's like nine to five audience, um, they can come into work in the morning, and the video is already downloaded onto their desktop. So that means we can send them a larger file. In fact, just last week we just started to do um, a new uh, enclosure feed that's got a 480 by six. Uh, 40 or something like that for a, a much larger size and it's got 2,000 megabits per second uh, compression. So it's um, really nice quality file, you know, and no, normally you wouldn't want to wait for it, but here now you can have a nice full screen thing. So, um, And then the uh, another distribution route that we have is um, BitTorrents. And actually I've been slacking a little bit on the BitTorrents just because we're so overwhelmed and just trying to stay afloat a little bit right at the moment. So I'm, that's highest on my priority list this weekend to get that back in order because, surprisingly enough, um, about 75% or no, rather, we have 400% more traffic through BitTorrents than we do any other where else. I'm just amazed. I don't know where this is all coming from, hmm. but um, yeah, it's I'm totally surprised. Like um, I think still people are like taking it and reseeding it somewhere else right now. But whenever we uh, get tracks back to uh, to our site, especially from our own BitTorrents, I'm just astounded how large of a community of people are out there. Um, and then otherwise, of course, people just come directly to our site. And uh, one of the things I really like about our site is that when you go to rocketboom.com, it just starts playing automatically. Some people are annoyed by that, but I think it's really neat that you don't have to, like, click around, you know, five yeah. times to get the video to play. So tell me about how you choose stories. Um, do you have, um, you know, do you do, you do it the night before? Do you, do you and Amanda work together? How exactly does it work to, to get your 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 content for the day um well i've actually i have like my own personal call it my own little newsroom which is essentially just an account on blog lines and i um, have about 
200 different um, blogs and news sources, you know, that I keep track of through RSS. And I just go through there, and that's kind of like my primary source, you know, and also, of course, using things like Google News and Technorati News and blog decks and all that kind of stuff and just trying to get a sense of staying up up with everything that's going on. And um, there's also a, one of my favorite things to do is um, I like to use uh, little spiders to scrape around the net to find videos that um, appear before anybody really knows that they're there or before they even get released or even just like scour through directories and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and then... Um, I mean, not to do anything malicious at all, but just to, like, find interesting video and stuff. And so that uh, – I always like to find video before, like, Boing Boing gets it or other things like that because, I mean, I just love Boing Boing content. I mean, they're one of my favorite – sorry if that bugs people just because they're – maybe they feel like it's a hit record or something, but I just love all of their stuff yeah, they're so great. much. Yeah, I'm Mark really is um, the uh, – so he's a um, – editor-in-chief for uh, Make Magazine, and of course Mark writes. Oh, yeah, that's one. right, yeah. yeah. So. I'm so inspired by all of those guys and just like everything that they're doing. It's really, like, um, really neat. Um, so, yeah, and that's basically it. And then uh, starting more and more, people are starting to send in stuff, which is really cool. That's always the best stories are when people uh, that are familiar with Rocket Boom start sending things in. And so you've got um, correspondence out there, just people who have video cameras and they uh, they record stuff and then um, they get it to you online and then you can put it in the show. Is that how that works? Yeah, this is the neatest thing that we're doing right now, actually, and we just kind of started doing it. And um, we really have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> but um, So we've got four correspondents and we just basically create a little email alias that we communicate so we just send an email like to all of us.com or whatever and uh and that um we just sort of like like we have somebody in los angeles and like zaddy and she might um write in saying hey there's a cool event going on you know on tuesday i thought i might cover it and we're all like yeah you know blah 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 let's do this or something and it just evolves, and then uh, everybody's capable of doing it, all of the production completely themselves so that they just send it in. And I mean, we have the system set up to where they would send it, and if we said something like, oh, can you change this, or we might want to edit it down for time or something, we can. But what's interesting is almost universally everything that they've sent has always just been right on. So we're having the best time kind of inventing this process. And, you know, so sometimes we can – Say some, they'll expect that Amanda will say, so Chuck, you know, how's it going? And then Chuck will say, it's going great. You know, so all that's premeditated, just mm. the little intro and the outro. But now it's like second nature, kind of. And so now that the four of us or the four of them and us all together have kind of developed this little system that's working, um, we're spinning off another site that's going to be different than Rocket Boom that's just going to aggregate content from anybody that wants to do any citizen journalistic story from anywhere and just make it, we're calling it the human wire. And um, it, all it is is sort of like an AP listing of links that would link off to everybody's blogs or their posts where they have the original source. Um, we're not going to like 
pulled any videos or anything. And then uh, that way anybody in the world could send in a journalistic story and um, it would get aggregated. Or we'll, all we'll do is just filter it to make sure it's not like porn or that it actually has some kind of minimalistic standard. Right. And, um, you know, it'll start really small and who knows what will happen. It's just that so many people have written into us recently after having seen this saying, hey, you know, well, how come you don't have anybody in Florida, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, or, you know, I'm in Japan, and, you know, we send in staff, so it's really amazing. Um, I just, actually, I just got off the phone with this guy, and this is the most incredible thing. I'm like, my heart is kind of um, bouncing at, at a fast rate right now, just thinking about the implications of this, but um, next month, he's going, he's working he's on assignment in the army and he's a journalist and he's been producing this amazing content in the army and he's going to Iraq next month. So once a day, I mean, once a week, he's going to produce a story for rocket Boom. So, you know, together we'll collaborate and now we have a correspondent in Iraq. Wow. So it's just like, it's going to be really, really incredible. And, um, you know, also, we just don't really know where all this is going, but it's just we're just letting it go, and everything's happening happening consequently, and that's what seems to work best. Instead of trying to force anything, mm -hmm. just letting it all happen. It just seems to be happening just right. It's really interesting from beginning to end. This whole video blog thing. So, if someone, I mean, it seems like you've um, you've got it down to a, you know a system that iteratively you've gone along. It sounds like anybody could you know make their own. Um, television show. Um, what? Tell me about the process. So you record it and um, compress it, and all the different formats. How, how do you exactly uh, uh, do all this? And, and is it easy enough for for everybody else to do? Yes, it, that's what's so amazing is that it really is so easy, um, and that you know theoretically it's all out there already right now. It's just how you want to look at it, and you know how you want to create your format to gear it into into something but yes like for instance um bandwidth and in, for instance is so cheap and space you know on just regular commercial servers is so cheap compared to even two years ago that you know even a kid in high school um can do this with a hobby just with their allowance or like um there's all these other um free ways to do it like with the archive.org and our media I mean, sometimes it can get kind of frustrating using free tools, but it's completely easy to do. Um, the video blogging movement in general, as it's been happening right now as a, you know, on a grassroots level, is has this sort of uber mission of, like, pulling in more people and making it easier and easier for everybody. And there's a site, like, for instance, called Freevlog, F-R-E-E-V-L-O-G, which is... Um, basically step-by-step -step how to create a video blog for free using like blogger and the archive and stuff like that um, you like just to be specific like um, it's as simple as say you've got a video camera or a little handheld camera that takes like 60 second video clips however you get your moving image uh, you simply hook that up to your computer with a firewire cable or USB. However, you you know usually most all digital cameras come with some kind of means to get it onto the computer, and then that just turns it into a file. And then the file, of course, you just um, 
you can use any number of softwares to like tweak the file or change it into different formats or edit it. Um, and then you can also just upload it to a server and just link straight to it. And then anything else you want to do to make it pretty, like wrap it in a blog post or put it with the RSS enclosures is fine too. But essentially um, some people even now are just actually um, you can take it from your telephone and just record a clip while you're out and about and then email it up to a um, server that posts it automatically and call out a video blog or, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. um, it just depends on how you look at it or what you want to do. So, I mean, I can start, what can I be more specific about? Yeah. Oh, and so um, for your show, uh, how long does it take to do each one? I mean, from, uh, you know, recording to getting it up online. It seems like you, you got it down so you can um, get these out pretty quick because you do them every day. Yeah, it's it definitely is, but it's kind of frustrating because it takes so long. Um, also, we have a bit of a team going. I mean, one person could also do it, but I feel like in order to do something like Rocket Boom with just one person where that same person is is in front of the camera and also working behind the camera and editing and working on the website and trying to progress the site, basically, um, it would be it would basically take you 24 hours a day i think you know i don't know how you would ever even sleep for a single hour but as soon as you add one more person into the mix a team then you can accomplish something like on a daily basis pretty easily um but like for instance with rocket boom um it basically starts with just trying to get a script together and now that we have a, a real solid sense of um you know what is about 3 minutes we really find that um a web audience is much more into real short, like that's one of sort of the mantra of video blogging or video online is to have real short clips. Of course, you could have an hour-long content, you know, that's not a debate at all, but just in general, it seems to flow more quickly the more terse that you can be about a subject. And um, if somebody wants to watch something extended, people still prefer to do that on their couch and it hasn't quite converged well enough just yet but mm -hmm. um, anyway nevertheless so we then we get a script for about three minutes and then um, Amanda will come and we'll workshop the script and then um, we record it and originally what I was doing is recording it onto the video camera and then after we were finished recording I would take that and load it all onto the computer into the editing software and then go through and edit it. But then I've been kind of bypassing that or going right through it so that I actually record everything onto tape, but in the moment I'm also going firewire right into the computer. Um, you can use Mac or PC. I've been using Mac recently. Um, so I firewire into the Macintosh, even just with iMovie, which is free that comes with the Mac. Mm -hmm. um, that any camera it will usually recognizes it and you can just open up the camera and start recording and so then i get that and i can even edit it in iMovie and add a few transitions and then export it to a .mov file and then that sort of mov file i would argue is by far the best um video codec and means uh and file means of uh playing video online for a few reasons or the reason why um, MOV is preferred over .WMV files 
are because uh, primarily because of the fast start option with MOV files, and that means that um, when somebody is going to download the video, when they click on the link, if it's a 15 meg video, um, if it's a WMV file, they might have to wait for that entire 15 megs to download and then start watching it play. So that might take, say, a minute or two if they're on a low band. That could take a really long time. With the quick start, it uses a buffering situation. Now, I'm not talking about streaming. This is just a straight-up download, and it uses the um, a sort of its own means of buffering to where after it loads even just like some amount of K into cache, um, kind of like... Um, well, then, yeah, then it'll start playing ahead of itself, but it gauges based on your connection or based on the megabits per second um, when to go ahead and start playing it. So that means, like, for anybody in America that has a broadband connection at least, when you come to Rocket Boom, the, you hardly even have to wait a single second before the video just starts playing automatically without any streaming. And so that is the number one reason. It's so that you can deliver video quickly without latency. Another reason why I prefer uh, MO delivering with MOV is because once it is loaded into your cache and the player, you can actually scroll the video. And when you jump to a new point, like if I want to jump halfway into the video, there's virtually no latency to get it to start playing again, whereas with MOV files or MPGs or, you know, I mean, sorry, with WMVs or MPGs or any other format, it's always this long latency for it to find itself and kick up and get going again. So watching a whole lot of video online, you really start enjoying that scrolling option and being able to jump around so you can consume the content even faster than they can present it. And so you offer up all the different versions, too. I, I noticed that was one of the interesting things. You've got PlayStation and phone and all the other formats. So you, you have them all for everybody, right? Yeah, um, and that's what's so annoying and everybody's so upset about this. I mean, all of the content creators is because, like with audio, everybody uses MP3. All the hardware and all of the software uses and recognizes MP3, and it's just a happy world, kind of, so to speak, but even though we need lots of different options for video and it's okay to have different codecs and all that, it's just there should be more of a single standard. It's unfortunate that we've got to have, um, you know, I've got to spend like an hour or two doing all that stuff, hmm. getting all the different distributions. And yeah. so um, you're you're starting to expand in the other to in other topics. I saw that you're going to do a, a weather uh, weather section soon um, and you had some auditions how did how did that go that's the funniest thing actually because um, when we first got a call from the um, guy from the New York Times about that and he wanted to you know know what the status was of us trying to find a weather person and wanted to check the auditions and stuff and really what had happened up until that point was it's just kind of a running joke that we've been looking for a weather person and um, over the course of our archives, over the last many months, every now and then, we'll find some really, really funny video of, like, some weather person just really screwing up bad or, like, uh, David Lynch, you know, does these amazing little weather pieces and stuff. And so we are always, like, I think it's a running joke that we're looking for a weather person, but maybe, who knows, somebody will come along so that then when the 
New York Times guy came and we were like, well, look, you know, this is just a joke, but we're always just going with our environment. So we, why don't we look for one anyway? And he was like, all right, let's look for one. And we actually think we might have found one. So that's what's even crazier. Um, in fact, this guy, uh, Clark Saturn, that he wrote about, we were supposed to meet with him this weekend or something. And he's, the more I think about it, it would be really, really funny. Um, but even if not a weather person, he, it might turn out that he might be a good, I was thinking a good person to go around New York City and cover some specific kinds of events. Mm-hmm. And so what's uh, where's this heading? I mean, are we approaching a time where uh, this might be a television network? Or, I mean, you know, everyone always wants to know how do you make money from this? I mean, personally, I'm watching Rockaboom more because I was timing it. CNN doesn't give me three minutes worth of news anymore. I mean, at least it doesn't seem so. And, uh, you know, the things that are interesting to me are appearing more and more on Rockaboom. I mean, what's, what, what does all this mean? I mean, surely you've been thinking about, you know, what, what are you going to do next? Yeah. Well, I mean, basically we, um, we just have plans to sort of do a whole bunch more kind of you know, like Rockaboom's kind of like a working prototype uh, for a way to do this. And there is sort of a monetary model as well. Um, you know, Rocket Boom's a little bit doesn't like target a specific audience as much other than just sort of like internet culture in general. Um, although like imagine for instance, like where you had one guy that was like um, a New York Yankees video blog that, and he just always covered the Yankees. You know, he was a total fan and he was always at the games and interviewing other fans and, you know, somehow managed to get his way into the back uh, locker rooms and all that kind of stuff. Even though, you know, there's only so many people out there that would like that, um, it's a real specific audience and it would be a lot of fun, you know, and more than likely people that like the Yankees or like baseball might like it. And then as far as the advertising goes, of course, you know, you've got a specific crowd going there of people that might like, you know, a certain kind of beer or, you know, I don't know what, how to target, like, um, I don't know about that, like what kind of advertising goes for the Yankees, but I know it's kind of specific enough. And the, um, one thing that also that I'm, um, pushing with this whole new medium is that, you know, we have a real opportunity to do something different than the sort of real intense, invasive advertising that you get elsewhere, like where on TV they just play the same commercial over and over a million times and just try to bombard the message at any expense and brainwash you and all that whole sort of do at any cost to get their message blasted. And um, we're finding that with Rocket Boom, again, as being sort of like a working prototype with having the advertisement at the end and having the advertisement by a cool, when I say cool, relevant to our audience um, type of product. And by not only just having the product be cool, but also having the advertisement itself be cool, that, you know, would by the same standard as the content itself, then people end up actually anticipating the ad that they feel like also respected that they don't have to watch it because it comes at the end when we say goodbye it's over and then there's the ad so um, even though the advertisers don't like that as much because you know they would rather put it in the beginning or they would rather have us wear t-shirts and have coke cans and stuff 
you know, we think it's really important for this kind of thing to keep the advertising uh, separate from the content so that you don't intermit, so that the audience isn't ever confused about, you know, what's real and not and what's, um, that's what's special too, I guess, about the whole TV thing is not to blame anybody on the TV networks, but if you have only so many stations and you have to make so much money for each station, then that means when you're presented with a whole range of content, um, you have to take into consideration what one's going to make the most money. So you go more with the hype and all the money and stuff. But here on the internet now, there's that whole long tail argument where, you know, anything flies. You know, if you don't like it, you go somewhere else. But if there's um, anything can pop up. So. I'm imagining that you've got all these professional content creators that are out there that are trying to do pilots and, you know, they're borderline ready to get shows and all that stuff all the way down that will soon discover this avenue and then that will really open up the floodgates, I think, because if they, if somebody were, if, if that content creator that was so good already at producing was privy to these cheap tools and how to, you know, put it up online, then that would be a good little um, impetus to start getting all this going, I think. In the meantime, of course, this year, all of these major organizations are vying to um, and coming out of the woodworks and to try to present themselves as like the, con the leaders for uh, distributing content online like Google and um, Bright Cove and, um, you know, now, I don't know, the list goes on and on. They're just starting to pop up everywhere. Mm. Has this guy, has anyone approached you and said, hey, we want to, you know, promote your show or carry it on our, you know, you know Google Video Network or Bright Cove Network or IPTV Network? Has, has anyone uh, started? Uh -huh. Yeah, lots, lots have, and it's gone all in all different um like it's funny because what for us what seems to make or break any of these uh, organizations is just sort of how they're dealing with community. Like uh, we've had the worst the worst community communications we've had so far is like one of these big organizations launched one day and then there was Rocket Boom on their front page and they were promoting Rocket Boom as if we had, it looked like we'd signed some deal with them and were privy to what was going on, and we never even knew about it except until somebody sent us a link later that day saying, hey, I saw you on the front of this, you know, big, massive thing or whatever. And so they were, like, using us to brand them, kind of, which I thought was funny. They weren't breaking our Creative Commons rights, but, you know, there was zero communication on that part. Um Whereas, like, another system, uh, there's this thing called, a, um, uh, it's called uh, Akimbo, A-K-I-M-B-O. Yeah, they make and, um, pretty cool boxes. Yeah, they're really cool, and I just, I mean, more than any other group, just the way that they've communicated with us and been sensitive to our needs and feel like, you know, are... It's really neat, but also, we're kind of not, a, we're not into this whole DRN movement, and um, they use DRM, and so do a lot of these other big. Uh, that's what's making the major content providers feel safe. Uh -huh. But like, for instance, with Akimbo, um, they just simply have a flag on their content that allows them to 
add the DRM, but you don't have to. So like Rocket Boom's on Akimbo right now, but we're the only one that doesn't have a DRM flag on it. So that's fine with us, you know. Yeah. It's actually good because that gives a, makes a conversation as to why we wouldn't want DRM in the first place. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that's something I should um, point out to everybody. You are uh, Creative Commons, so that content can be shared, and you have a license, and, and uh, it's not DRM, so there's no issues putting it on a portable device or, or all sorts of things. And, and from my point of view, it seems to me that's why it's popular, because there, it's, it, it, the, the content just flows to wherever it can go, and there's uh, no restrictions on it. So uh, what, what Creative Commons license uh, did you put on uh, Rocket Boom? Yeah, that's right. It's like it's got... Um we basically just have it about as free as you possibly can with the one exception that you just can't um, use it for commercial purposes without arranging that with us previously. So um, since our model is um, basically that we think that the number one best um, number one best thing that we can do is distribute our content as far and wide as we possibly can. And so just as you mentioned, that sort of sets the stage to let it just go everywhere. And then especially just, I mean, there's so many cases, like even with this akimbo, so somebody's got the box at home and they're like, this will be so cool. I'll make a DVD of some content from this. And then they go even just as a test and Rocket Boom's the only one. So we stand out and so we move more freely and they make the DVD and then somebody else sees Rocket Boom or whatever. And it, yeah. you know, um, even though we'll obviously lose track a lot of the stats, so what, you know, um, what if, what are we, it's, we're not, uh, we've got really nothing to lose, I think, at this point. <laughs> you, when you got nothing, you got nothing to lose. Exactly, exactly. Well, I was looking at your number of, you know, let's say if it's 30,000, let's say if it's if it's not quite that. Um, I was looking at some of the, the cable news network ratings, and I think Dennis Miller, who just got canceled, um, he was he was uh, edging out around like 50 to 80,000 towards the end. So like already you've got a downloadable web show and all the different formats. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're getting close to a news program that had multiple millions of dollars put into it. And uh, it, it can't be uh, put on a phone or a PlayStation portable or, or, you know, or anything. So I just thought that was interesting. I mean, like, even if you're like, you know, even half of, of what you might think your downloads are, you're, you're not too far off from, you know, a, a big time uh, cable news network show. Yeah. Yeah. And all of that, mostly we've gotten here without any mainstream media attention. Like we were already up to about 25 before any mainstream media attention occurred. So, um, yeah, it's amazing. And also the international reach. And just the fact that, you know, it still stays there. Like with all the show that's produced, imagine that it just, it's over, you know, 10 seconds later and it's gone forever. And here you can search it and it's, you know, it continues to live and have purpose and all that and it's accessible. It's not like you didn't see it. It's just like you haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. All right. So if folks want to uh, download the show and get more information, um, where do they go? Um, oh, you can go to rocketboom.com. I also definitely recommend that people check out geoblogging.info. Um, that's sort of like the home base for where to find resources and to find a long list of um, all kinds of other video bloggers that are out doing this kind of thing and all kinds of capacities. Like we're just one kind of show, but, you know, there's so much stuff you can do. I mean, it's such a powerful medium. 
and then of course that free vlog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thank you so much, Andrew. I really appreciate it. Hey, thank you. Uh, as I mentioned before, you're one of my, I mean, you're my favorite blogger, so this is quite an honor. Thanks again <laughs> for having me. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I forgot that I'm a blogger, so I just I just like things that are interesting, and this is interesting, so it was, it was great to talk to you. Okay. Well, yeah, thank you so much. Okay, great. Okay, talk to you so, soon, I hope. Yep. For more information about Make Magazine, the show notes, and to subscribe to Make Magazine, visit makezine.com.